Trumos, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Base, 1-2. The previous Mishnah had said that there were five categories of people who are unable to separate Truma, one of which was the Cheresh. The Cheresh in Mishnah Aleph referred to the deaf-mute, someone who had congenital deafness. He never learned, he never could hear, therefore he never was able to speak, and therefore he is considered to be mentally deficient to the point that he cannot separate Truma. Our Mishnah will say that a person who was deaf but not born deaf, that is to say he can speak because he could hear earlier on in his life. So the truth is that he can separate truma, just l'charchila, ideally he shouldn't. And the reason why is for a totally extraneous reason. The reason why is because when it comes to doing mitzvahs, there's a separate rabbinic requirement to recite a blessing, a bracha, before doing the mitzvah. Now, it's worth keeping in mind that the two are independent, and if one does a mitzvah, any mitzvah, he shakes a lulav, he eats matzah, whatever it is, without reciting the blessing, so then he still has fulfilled his mitzvah entirely from the Torah perspective. He just um, failed to live up to the rabbinic mandate of saying a blessing first. But there is a rabbinic requirement to say blessings before mitzvahs, and that being the case, one has to do it in the way that the rabbis demanded. And that includes that a person should, at least l'charchila, um, properly done, he should hear his own blessing. That applies to everybody, deaf and person who can hear fine alike. So it's improper then to eat an apple, making the brave priates blessing um, as a freight train is driving by or in front of a jet engine where one can't hear his own words for argument's sake. That would be improper since he can't hear the blessing and he needs to, at least l'charchila, ideally, um, hear his blessing. So when it comes to a deaf person, he'll never be able to hear his own blessings because he can't hear. And that being the case, the Mishnah says, ideally, such a person should not be the one to take truma, since when he says the blessing, even though he'll say the blessing, he won't hear it, which is improper. So the Mishnah therefore says, One who is deaf, but he can speak, he just can't hear. Lo Yisrom, he shouldn't, at least not ideally, he shouldn't take truma because he can't hear the bracha. But if he did take truma, truma so truma. That is, at least after the fact, totally effective and because he's able to take truma. Excuse me. Because whenever the rabbis spoke about a cherish in general, as they did in the previous Mishnah, they're referring to a, a, a deaf person, who can neither hear nor speak. That is to say, like I said before, he's born deaf, and that being the case, he never learns to speak, and therefore he is considered to be really um, uh, mentally incompetent. <clears throat> now, I have to speak out, and it's very important to know this for whenever you're learning any Chazal, really. When Chazal say generalities like always and never and every, um, they don't really mean ironclad, always, never, and every. They mean let's say, the overwhelming majority of the times, or generally, and so on. Um, and therefore, it should not come uh, as any surprise that there actually are Mishnayas uh, where the term cherish is employed, and it does not actually mean one who is a deaf-mute. It just means someone who's deaf. That does happen sometimes. And that's true with all of the general klalim, the principles that are laid out whenever the chazal say always and never, uh, etc., um, that they're very well very well may be exceptions, and that didn't really bother Chazal when they spoke about always and never, they meant 99% of the time, etc. Okay, so that's the case over here too.